Greetings from the void. You are listening to Overanalyzing Anime the Podcast with your host and certified loser, Hannah Petrus. In this episode of Overanalyzing Anime, we will discuss the themes and symbolisms within the anime Jiboku Shonen Hanako-kun, or if you're like me and are a pleb, Toilet-bound Hanako-kun, which I'm just going to refer to it as from now on because I sound really embarrassing just saying it in Japanese. Okay, so what's it about? Hang on, let me just dim the lights and get out a flashlight. Have you heard the rumor? Yes, I'm going to be talking like this. Kamome Academy is home to seven school mysteries, one of them being the enigmatic Hanako-san, a spirit that is said to occupy the third stall, the third floor's girls' bathroom in the old school wing. Oh gosh, that was a mouthful. To summon her, you must knock on the bathroom stall three times. Just pretend that was a knock for the immersion. And call out as she is there. Hanako-san, Hanako-san, are you there? If you successfully summon her, she'll grant you one wish in exchange for something you hold dear. Despite these warnings with the obviousness of a giant billboard in your face saying, do not summon... Yashiro Nene, a cult-loving high school girl, knocks on the bathroom door and awaits with bated breath for an answer. And an answer she gets, but Hanako-san is nothing like what she expects. Hanako-san is actually Hanako-kun. Dun-dun-dun! He's a boy, basically. And because of a wish gone wrong, Yashiro becomes Hanako-kun's assistant, entangling herself more and more with the world of the supernatural. Inspiration. The origin of Hanako-san is rather inconcrete at best. Most people seem to agree that she was an elementary school girl who was victim of a bombing raid during World War II. Uh, She was hiding in a female restroom stall on presumably the third floor. However, some other explanations for death are that she was an abused child who was driven to suicide, who now haunts the school as a vengeful spirit, or that she was a fatality to murder. Yeesh. Some also believe her death was an unfortunate accident, like falling out of the school window, which is much better than the previous explanations for why she's haunting the school, might I add. The rumor might have its roots in the notoriously poor lighting of the elementary school bathrooms in Japan, which accurate. She can be summoned the same ways within the manga, calling out to you with a I'm here, or more appropriately, I'm done, because she's in a bathroom stall. But she says it in an innocent, sometimes scared girl's voice instead of like in the manga, because Hanako is a boy in that one. As the stall door cracks open a sliver when you ask if she's there or finished. Some people say that they've opened the bathroom stall at Hanako-san's firmed area of presence and have encountered an eight-headed lizard, ravenous for human flesh. Children have also said that Hanako-san is a young girl with a scar across her face wearing an old-fashioned red skirt or dress and a bob haircut. 
On Earth of Crane, they seen paranormal activity in the bathroom where Hanako's son is said to reside. The random opening and closing of stall doors and the bathroom faucets dripping blood instead of water. Yeah, one of them sounds more probable than the other. Most people are unsure of Hanako-san's exact alignment. They don't know if she's good or evil. But most people think that she pulls her victims into the toilet. How exactly you die when hearing Hanako-san's voice also varies. The Yamagata Prefecture, for example, says that when you hear Hanako-san's bone-chilling voice, you will die at the talents of a three-headed lizard. That's where the three-headed lizard came from before. Different prefectures believe different things, though about what appears out of the toilet, like a head or a bloody hand or a large white hand. Lots of hands in the toilet that should not be there. According to legends, the only way to defeat Hanako-san is to have perfect grades, which honestly just sounds like something teachers would say to, you know, make their students pay attention in class. But this is where the legend splits a bit, with some saying that you must present Hanako a perfect grade on an exam instead that you have just right then and there because you take your exam grades into the bathroom, of course. While others attest that Hanako is impossible to overcome once you lured her out. There are also apparently rumors that Hanako-san plays in the schoolyard as well as just floats around in the bathroom. And if you scrape your knee in the schoolyard, you'll be cursed with a fungal infection by her that'll spread and mushrooms begin to fester throughout your body. Teachers use this part of the myth to prevent students from playing outside without permission. Yep, told you, teachers are manipulative. The, the themes in, of toilet-bound Hanako are enhanced by symbolism that displays the fragility of life and being bound by the laws of fate, as well as the feelings of hopelessness and despair that a set-in-stone reality can produce within us and the actions we take to cope with these feelings. This is best represented by Hanako, who, if you did not know, was originally a 13-year-old boy named Yuki Amane, who became a supernatural after killing his twin brother, Sisuka. It is implied within the manga in a flashback after Yashiro destroys Tsuchigamori, who, if you haven't read the manga or watched the anime, is the curator of the 4 p.m. book stacks, which is a secret library in the school that appears at 4 p.m. that houses the past, presents, and futures of every student that has walked the halls of Komome Academy since its founding within books, even the dead students. It is implied in that flashback after... Tsuchigamori asked who can justify hurting someone that bad. He was patching up Hanako's wounds and bandaging his cuts. And Hanako says that even if no one else forgives it, I forgive it, which is something I think you would only say to justify the actions of someone you really love, like a brother or a friend or a lover. And it is also implied through inference based on Tsuchika's personality you know, his borderline sociopathic behavior, making Mitsuba eat number three's heart to become the next number three, putting him into the bent neck boy at the school entrance. That was the name of the, the rumor that he altered. And through Suzuka basically taunting Hanako for killing him, that Suzuka was abusing Amane. Now, despite this, Suchigamori was sure that Hanako would be okay as he read Hanako's book and it said that he would become 
a science teacher at Kamome Academy in Suchigamori's co-worker. But this was the one and only moment where fate was changed as, well, let me explain. Hanako was born in the 1960s, around the time of the moon landing. And the moon landing is very important because it represents the realization of a sort of impossible dream. Saying that you wanted to go to the moon was the same as wanting to fly or talk to animals. But after the moon landing, people started to think that anything was possible. But it was after it happened, despite the fact that Hanako loves the moon, because he thinks it would be a great place because it's so big and beautiful, Hanako decides that he's staying here and the moon at Kamome Academy. And the moon once again comes to represent an implausible dream. And the moon rock, which he gives to Tsuchigamori, and as you know is his Yoroshiro, represents relinquishing your dream to someone else. That is the moment that fate changed and both Hanako and Susuka end up dying. Hanako's ability to alter fate is portrayed as a costly exchange and not worth its weight, for Hanako is burdened by the weight of taking another life, the life of his own twin no less, and Hanako grapples with the idea of redemption even being possible for past misdeeds. In addition, despite Hanako refashioning destiny itself, he is unable to achieve what he truly wants most in the world. He's unable to change the fate of one Yashiro Nene, the girl he loves, so that she can live beyond the age of 15. It is revealed by the first school mystery, The Clock Keepers, three supernaturals who govern the past, present, and future respectively within Kamome Academy, that Yashiro is destined to die soon. This is divulged after the clock keeper who governs the future, Mirai, touches Yashiro in order to turn her time forward and transform her into an old lady. She was causing all sorts of mischief, turning time forward for everything and everyone within the Academy. And uh, Hanako, Ko, and Nene all set out to catch her. And Mirai touches Yashiro and attempts to turn her hotter, as Mirai describes. It is revealed that Yashiro has no time to move forward and she becomes catonic, basically. Uh, and Hanako reveals that the reason why she could see him was because she was close to the far shore. She was going to die. And Hanako knows that he can't change her fate. So he's been trying to make her time at the academy as memorable and fun as it could be before her final moments, making the, t the best out of the time that she has left. But it being important doesn't end there because another thing within the manga and the anime, another important aspect is that because they can't change fate directly, a lot of the characters attempt to kind of skirt around it, kind of find a loophole to it. This is best represented when Hanako traps Nene in the picture world to extend her lifespan in the picture perfect arc. It isn't exactly what Hanako wants for Yashiro, but he's willing to settle for containing Yashiro within this fictional world in order for her to live a fulfilling high school life that she's always wanted where she won't have to worry about her impending demise and can exist in an idealized limbo. This isn't actually what Hanako wants. He wants things to stay as they are, as he was having fun with Yashiro and Ko. He knows that Yashiro will forget him within the picture-perfect world and get married and have kids and grandkids. He doesn't really want her to forget him, but 
The picture world represents how even if we can't deny fate, we'll delay or throw it off our tracks as much as possible, for as long as possible, no matter how futile those actions may seem. He knew that Yashiro wasn't going to agree to it. She doesn't want to have to lose Hanako. The arc is paralleled with Mitsuba and Ko. Mitsuba's greatest wish is to be alive again and to make friends, as when he was alive, he was kind of known as very cocky and girlish. He's a very androgynous character, and, and that made him very well disliked. So he decided to change his entire personality to someone uh, very demure and caring, but that made everyone think he was boring. And when he died getting potatoes during the winter via truck-kun, kind of felt unfulfilled. He uses the picture world to pretend to be alive and a part of Ko's life, despite being dead, even though this world is really just a fabrication. Mitsuba insists that they can make it real if Ko just stays long enough. This is all ghosts like him could hope for, the best he can do. But Ko, unlike Mitsuba and Hanako, has a different way of thinking. He's the weakest Minamoto, which is a famous family of exorcists, that back a long time. Because he's the weakest Minamoto, no one takes him seriously when he says it'll save Nene and make everyone happy. He kind of wants to bait in the face, basically. Thinks he's very naive and idealistic for this, but backs it up with determination. About fate that's emphasized in Toilet Bound Hanako is intertwined destinies. As represented when Nene accidentally travels into the past and meets a young Yugi Amane. This is during the Spirit Festival when Nene gets hit by a spiritual bull, a ghost bull. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> now that I say it out loud, she meets the young Amane and notices that he has the last tag that she needs. Uh, Ko, Hanako, and Nene were originally in the future collecting these tags to grant a wish. And she surmises that if she uses all the tags, that she can wish to go back to the future. And she tries to steal the tags from a very scared Hanako, who's very concerned why she wants this tag so badly. She lies and says it's so that she could get a boyfriend, and a young Hanako is very pitying. After Hanako reveals that he wants to wish to become an astronaut, and knowing Kate, gives him all of her tags and says to make a wish on them, and that when he does, it will definitely come true. And then she notices someone dressed in a bull costume and thinks that maybe if she gets hit by a bull again, she'll go back to the future. She does, but this is a moment when fate changes and the red string of destiny is tied, as instead of wishing to become an astronaut, Hanako wishes to see Nene Onechan again. We think that's why he died, is that so he can see Nene again. Anyway, that's the end for now. For listening to Overanalyzing Anime the Podcast with your host, Hannah Petrus, and I'll see you next week for an episode on Overanalyzing Noragami. See ya! Let's go!